Welcome to Hunger Club, the Monday online Bible study of the Feast Makati District. I'm Risa Singson Kaupeng, Editor-in-Chief of the Feast Magazine. Let's satisfy our hunger with God's Word. Let's start with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Lord Jesus, we come together. We thank you, Lord, that wherever we are on planet Earth, um, you, you are with us. You unite us, Lord God, through technology. And uh, we pray, Lord God, that um, you may bless our time together here at Hunger Club as we um, hunger for your word, as we um, learn more. From you, Lord God, as we dive into scripture, we pray that you may open our hearts, open our minds, grant us wisdom to know more and understand more your messages for us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Um, so let's, um, so the title of my talk is Life Strategies for Life's Tragedies. And I'm sure that for um, many of us, this um, pandemic is one of the, you know, um, it, it's way up there in our list of <laughs> tragedies. Um, but, you know, I love the resilience of the Filipino people. I love the humor that comes out even during these most trying of times. And I was just thinking, you know, the things that we, that we complain about, I bet miss nyo na, di ba? Di ba miss nyo na yung traffic sa EDSA? Di ba miss nyo yung usok? Yung naaamoy mo yung usok ng jeep? If I know some of you miss that, now I were really great that um, the environment has cleared up and um, uh, I nakikita nyo pa ba yung mga paa nyo? Diba? Baka yung mga iba sobrang couch potato na na, na you know, they, they blame the lockdown for their um, weight gain pero may nakita akong sabi ni, ni uh, ano to? Um, uh, po, FPJ sabi niya <laughs> sabi niya <laughs> Sabi niya, hoy, umpisa pa lang ng lockdown, mataba ka na. Kaya wag mo nang i-blame yung lockdown. <laughs> so, make sure that you you include exercise in your um, daily routine. Okay, so I'm gonna start. And we're talking about life strategies for life's tragedies. I want to tell you about my 2014. Um, six years ago, uh, you know, um, at the end of 2014, I was sitting in a in a chapel praying last day of 2014. And I was looking back at my 2014. And wow, the most tragic things that could happen to a family um, happened to us that year. Well, first, um, my dad who had been battling cancer and um, was uh, uh, then then got healed, uh, was now battling for his life because uh, it was um, he had pneumonia, and then um, he was in the ICU and um, he had not yet recovered when my brother, my kuya in the U.S. Uh, met an accident on uh, he, he would bike I, I have told this story before it's also in my book um, Grace Anatomy but he bikes um, he used to bike 50, 50 miles a day uh, on Sundays and he um, met an accident on his bicycle and he um, 
was in a coma even before they he arrived in the in the hospital and so we had two members of the family both in the ICU in different parts of um, the the world and then um, even before my my brother recovered uh, my dad passed away uh, and uh, so shortly after my dad passed away just a few weeks after my dad passed away I get diagnosed with breast cancer. So parang, wow, triple whammy, di ba? Parang, winner, if I'm this lucky, I should buy a lotto ticket, di ba? Parang ganun. But um, as I sat in that chapel on the last day of 2014, you know, my 2014 had the makings of a major tragedy, but I was there in, in the chapel just thanking God, just with a smile on my face, just being grateful for all that He had blessed me with. Because, um, even if I was emotionally, physically, and financially battered from all sides, oh, hindi pa pala natapos dun. Because after I went through, um, I, I uh, after praying and discernment, I went through alternative um, therapy. So, which meant that um, my HMO didn't cover my um, treatment. And so, I, you know, spent a lot of money on that. And then, hindi pa natapos dun. And then, I find out I have backlog in my BIR taxes that went all the way back, like decades back. So talagang I was financially battered. I was emotionally battered. I was physically battered. And yet, um, I was thanking the Lord because um, even through the trials, um, even if they were heavy, God's blessings were heavier still. And, um, you know, I'm sure if, if we could, um, uh, you know, just... Um, talk about this uh, if i could ask all of you to share i'm sure all of you would you know it would take forever rounds for us to just count the blessings that we've been having despite of all this um uh things that are going on in our world today um but um i you know parang ang yung yung gusto ko lang dasalin kay lord nung time na yun was parang lord pwedeng Ah, uh, okay naman eh. Kakayanin naman yung trial. Pwede lang bang space out ng konte, Di ba? Pwede bang mag-ilagay lahat sa isang taon dito sa 2020? Lord, pwede bang ah uh, pa- palampasin mo na muna yung ano, kalahati ng taon man lang para makahinga kami. Kasi umpisa pa lang ng taon, taal, 'di ba? Tapos etong lockdown, I mean, we're just in our third, we haven't even finished the third month of the year, but you know, um, my faith in God and my trust in Him have gotten stronger and deeper every time I endure heavy trials. I'm sure it's the same for you. And um, when I think about um, trial, I, I think about Job in the Bible, and I know that I have not yet plummeted the depths of what this man went through. So um, let's look at his story, um, and let's read from Job 1, verse 8. So um, this is from the book of Job, first chapter, uh, and um, you'll find the book of Job before um, the Psalms and Proverbs. Okay, so Job 1, verse 8, and I'm reading from the um, New Living Translation Bible, verse 8. Okay, then the Lord asked um, Satan, verse 8, Have you noticed my servant Jacob? He is the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man 
of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from evil. Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has good reasons to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his home and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is, but reach out and take away everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. You know, maybe you've seen some posts or maybe you've read some forwarded messages that, you know, this, what's happening to the world right now is a judgment from God uh, and stuff like that. But really here in the story of Job, we, we see that, you know, all this suffering, suffering doesn't come from God. Death doesn't come from God. Judgment, is this judgment from God? You know, I love what the Pope said um, in his message during the um, or, Orbi et Urbi or Urbi et Orbi um, message, and he said, "Now is not um, the not, now is not the judgment of God. Now is not the time of God's judgment. It is the time of our judgment for us to choose what is essential and what is not." It's so beautiful because really, what for me, what the, um, the, this um, lockdown has been doing in the past two weeks is really showing me what is essential. Hindi ba kahit gano'ng kadami yung sapatos mo dyan sa shoe cabinet mo o anong sinusuot mo araw-araw ngayon for the past two weeks? Diba? Nakachinelas ka lang. Diba? Ah, kahit gano'ng kadami yung mga damit mo at mga designer bags mo, sige nga, magbag ka nga papunta sa, sa ano mo, sa sala mo. Diba? Um, I was telling my office mates, psycho, ay, busy ako this weekend, marami akong lakad. Ah, lalakad ako papunta sa sala, tapos balik. Lakad ako papunta ng kusina, tapos balik. Lakad ako papunta ng banyo, tapos balik. Diba? Nawala na ng mga lakad natin, all of our plans just wiped out just by something so microscopic and so here um if you if you read the, the, the book of job you'll see that god gave permission to the devil to test job and wow grabe yung ginawa ng demonyo talagang he unleashed all his dirty tricks on job and um so here we'll see that um the devil needs the permission of God to touch us. Diba? Because God is sovereign. Kahit na anong mangyari, God is still in control. And so what happened, if you read through the book of Job, is that this poor man who had the heart of, uh, you know, um, Bill Gates, you know, he had the wealth of Bill Gates and the, the heart of Pope Francis. Wow, this man lost everything. His wealth, his family, all his kids. Ang dailan yung anak niya, siyang ba yung anak niya? All of them died on one day. He lost all of his stocks, kumbaga sa stock market, di ba? Kung nag-i-invest kayo, ayoko na masyadong tingnan yung COL ko. Kasi baka ma-depress lang ako, di ba? Anong bagsak ng, ng ano nyo, ng stocks? So, ito yung, yung, yung boom herd. Lahat na mga mga um, hayop ni, ni Job, all of them were stolen, died, whatever, tinamaan ng kidlat, di ba? Grabe. And, um, and in all this, in, in all this, in even his health, even his health, he lost his health. Um, and, but in all this, we'll see in verse 22, anong sabi ni Job, in all of this, Job did not sin by blaming God. Sometimes ang bilis natin mag-blame kay Lord, diba? When things don't go our way, it's so quick for us to, to, to blame God. Lord, ano pa? Kung kailan pa ako nagsaserve sa'yo, ngayon pa nangyayari to. Teka lang, 
Di ba? Hindi naman si Lord ang nagbibigay sa atin ng mga ganyang uh, kahirapan. It's the devil. So, um, how many of us can endure this much suffering and yet remain faithful to God? I love what um, Oswald Chambers said, devotional writer Oswald Chambers. He's, the, he's our author of My Utmost for His Highest. He said, Will I trust the revelation given by God, given of God by Jesus Christ, when everything in my personal experience contradicts it? Maniniwala pa ba ako na in control si Lord? Maniniwala pa ba ako that, that God is sovereign? Maniniwala pa ba ako sa mga promises ni Lord kung lahat na na-experience ko ngayon is going against what I know God to be? Diba? But for Job, his experience of unbelievable misfortune didn't sully God's reputation. Hindi nasira, hindi, hindi nabahiran yung, yung um, reputation ng Panginoon sa mata ni Job, he continued being faithful. You will note that um, the devil attacked Job in three ways. First, he touched his possessions. In one day, wipe out everything that he had. What else? Second is his personal relations. Wow, mga anak niya, lahat ng mga anak niya patay. And then him and his, yung wife na lang niya yung natira, tapos yung wife niya, biniblame pa siya. Will you trust God? Ha? Magtitiwala ka pa ba sa Diyos kahit pa ito na nangyari sa atin? And then thirdly, the devil touched his physical body. He started to have boils from the top of his head to the soles of his feet. And if you look at it, the devil still uses the same tactics with us today. So he can cause financial distress um, when, you know, one's prosperous business begins to, to lose money and drive us into debt. You know, this, this um, pandemic, what this has done to the world, you know, uh, we expect to have our normal lives back when the quarantine ends. Hopefully it ends as promised on April 14th. But really, the world that we will go back to is different from what it was before this pandemic hit us. Um, so, you know, um, uh, what else? Uh, you know, he can attack our personal relationships. Like when, a, when a, a loved one becomes ill or marital conflicts arise, he can create havoc in our physical bodies. When you get... Um, God forbid you get infected with coronavirus or other diseases. Um, when you become chronically ill or you become disabled, you know, um, and I've, I've experienced all um, three kinds of assaults in my, in different times of my life. And I know how it can, it can bring people to the depths of depression. You know, when your world falls apart and things keep going down, 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 instead of getting better, it can feel like God has abandoned us. Um, it may seem that God is powerless um, in the face of adversity. And when you reach this point, it's so easy to feel helpless. Um, I don't know about you, but I mean, all these things um, that's been happening to us, it makes us feel so helpless. Kala natin we're so in control of our world, we're so in control of our lives. And then in sa isang iglap, grabe, the world, our lives, as we know it, biglang grinds to a halt. And um, so I'm, uh, you know, I was surprised to discover that there is 
such a thing as a sin, as sins against hope. You'll find that in the Catechism of the Catholic Church. And one of the sins against hope is despair. Let me read from the um, Catechism, from our Catechism. And um, about despair, this is what um, uh, Catechism number 2091 says. By despair, man ceases to hope for his personal salvation from God, um, to, for help in attaining it, or for the forgiveness of his sins. Despair is contrary to God's goodness, to his justice, for the Lord is faithful to his promises and to his mercy. So yun, yung pala, when we feel like, ay nako, sobrang lalim na, sobrang grabe na yung kasalanan ko, hindi na ako mapapatawad ng Panginoon, or sobrang imposible na itong sitwasyon ko, wala na, hindi na ako makakaligtas dito. Despair pala yun, and it's a sin against hope, because God is, you know, God can deliver us, no matter how bleak our situation is. And, um, you know, so in other words, when we feel hopeless, it's like believing that God is not powerful enough to deliver us from our situation. It's believing that the problems we face are too big for, for the Lord to handle. And um, also, again, Oswald Chambers, um, obvious ba? Favorite ko siya. Uh, sabi niya, the greatest fear a Christian has is not a personal fear, but the fear that his hero, with a capital H, that his hero won't get through, that God will not be able to clear his character. Do you sometimes feel that? Yung parang kailangan mo defend si Lord, as if he needs defending, no? Pero parang feeling mo, Lord, sige na, kaya mo yan, kaya mo yan, kaya mo yan, Lord, sige na, save us, save us, you know? But really, um, God cannot fail us. God cannot fail us. Um, so, what do we need to do uh, we're in the, when we are in the midst of um, life's tragedies? Um, you know, um, when, when despair strikes, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We just need to keep our eyes on Jesus. You know what? Enough, enough with those COVID videos. We, we, we've, we already know everything we need to know about the virus. So stop watching na kasi nakakaano lang eh nakaka-down lang 'di ba? Nakaka-down lang. Alam niyo na dalawa lang naman 'yan eh ang kailangan daw natin malaman. Wash your hands. Wash your hands and wear a mask. <laughs> you, you 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 know everything that you need to know about the the um the virus. So um so we we can fall into despair if we focus on the size of our problems instead of the size of our god. Grabe. Our problem right now is microscopic. Literally. Literally microscopic and yet it has taken over our entire world. So we just need to <laughs> We need to keep our eyes on the Lord. Alam nyo, kahit na gano daw kaliit, diba? kahit na gano kaliit yung coin, it can cover the sun if you put it in your eye close enough. And right now, this coronavirus with its, you know, gross, spindly uh, thingies, diba? it's just right here. It's right here. That's why we don't get to see anything. We don't, you know, parang we're just so overtaken by it because Day in and day out, that's all we see, the coronavirus. We got to expand our vision. We got to look to Jesus. We have to look to Jesus. And um, 
um, uh, we can fall into despair, as I've said, if we focus on the size of our problem instead of the size of our God. And this is what happened to Peter when the disciples were on the boat being tossed by the waves. And this is the passage also that the Pope used during his uh, Orbi et Orbi message. Um, the, they were being tossed by the waves, you know, on that on the boat, but Jesus was there with them. Jesus was there with them. You know, instead of spending so much time, you know, watching all those videos on your Viber messages or on Facebook, spend that time in prayer. You know, I know it's not easy. Um, some uh, people have been asking, how do you pray at a time like this? You know, sometimes you don't have to say anything. Sometimes you don't have to say anything. Sometimes you just got to just sit there and be quiet and let the presence of God reach down all the way to your liver <laughs> and just smile in God's presence. And you don't have to even say anything. Maybe if you're angry, maybe you can tell God you're angry. It's okay. He's big enough. He can take it. You know, or if you're scared, you can tell him, Lord, I'm so scared. I'm scared, Lord. You know, uh, this relative and this relative passed away because of the virus. And, you know, this my neighbor is under investigation is a PUM or a PUI, you know, and it's, it's, it's just hitting so close to home. It's okay. You can tell that to God. That's a prayer. That's a prayer. You want to scream? It's okay. That's a prayer. But just keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on the Lord during this time. And that's what Peter did. Um, lessons that we can learn from Peter. Um, number one, how, uh, um, when when we go through our tough times, you know, Peter's tough time was uh, um, denying the Lord, denying the Lord three times. And seeing your friend, your master, your savior crucified on the cross. You know, when we read scripture, and we're, we're, we'll be reading that again during this Holy Week, we don't really, we're not able to, to see and, and, and read all the emotions that come with this. But uh, imagine seeing your friend dying. And this is a friend that you, you betrayed. What did Peter do? First thing he did was he owned up to his fault. You know, he didn't make any excuses for his denial of Jesus you know, um, when we sin, you know, sometimes it's so easy for us. It's easier for us to say, kasi Lord, ganito eh, or to make excuses. Kasi siya, kasi, you know. But Peter, he, he owned up to his fault. He didn't make any excuse for his denial. He didn't um, point the pressure of the moment or, or kasi yung servant girl eh, di ba? Kasi she was pressing me, but niya nangungulit kasi kaya dininay kita. No, he just owned up to his fault. And then second, he repented. He repented. You know, I love the message of um, the Orbi at Orbi of the Pope. 
because uh, I was reading an article and um, one article called um, the Pope's Urbi, Urbi et Orbi blessing, a ridiculously, an act of a ridiculously pardoning church. Parang sobrang mercy yung binigay ng Santo Papa through the church um, because he, you know, the church is just dispensing mercy at a time like this because the Lord wants all of us to be saved and come to the knowledge of his son. And, um, you know, Peter just, he just repented of his sins. He just repented of his sins. He wept bitterly. And um, the tears that he shed were tears of sincere regret. You know, St. Paul talks about two kinds of grief when we sin. Um, 2 Corinthians 7, verse 10. And it says here, For the kind of sorrow God wants us to experience leads us away from sin and results in salvation. There is no regret for that kind of sorrow, but worldly sorrow, which lacks repentance, results in spiritual death. Sometimes, yung sorrow natin about our sin is not because because of the sin, because we're repenting. Yung sorrow natin is because, eh, kasi nahuli ako. Nahuli ako, nabuking ako. But so this is what um, Saint um, Paul was talking about. Um, so um, that was a difference. It made a world of the of a difference between the tears of Peter and the tears of Judas. When G Judas saw that Jesus had been condemned, he too, like Peter, felt remorse. He returned the thirty pieces of silver that he received as payment from the chief priests and the elders for betraying Jesus. But his sorrow didn't lead him to salvation. It didn't lead him to repentance. What did he do? Instead, he hanged himself. Thirdly, Peter used his failures as stepping stones. And that's why walang talo kay Lord. Kaya walang failure kay Lord. Because every failure is something that, um, that uh, uh, is something that we can learn from. Um, so let, let's go to John, um, John 21. So this is Peter and, um, and he, Peter encounters Jesus, the risen Jesus. And you can imagine the guilt that he has, you know, because of, of um, what's happened. Um, and so now uh, let me read from John 21 verse... Uh, 11. So Simon Peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore. There were 153 large fish, and yet the net hadn't torn. Um, and then let's jump to verse 15. After breakfast, Jesus um, asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. What's happening here? What's happening here? We've talked about this in the feast also. 
And um, if you look at the, the um, Greek word that Jesus um, used to ask Peter, do you love me? Sa English kasi love lang eh. Love lang yung word natin. But in Greek, love has um, different translations. So the first time Jesus asked uh, Peter, he said, do you love me? And Jesus used the word agape, unconditional, godly kind of love. And But Peter would replied, yes, Lord, you know that I love you, phileo, friendly human love. So again, Jesus asks Peter, Peter, do you agape me? And Peter again replies, Lord, you know that I phileo you. And then the third time, Jesus asks Peter, Peter, do you phileo me? And that's why Peter was hurt. Because he realized, you know, at this point, Peter, voila, all of his pride, all of his, you know, his arrogance, Lord, I will not, I will not uh, betray you. Diba? All of that just fell away and he just realized, wow, hindi pala unconditional yung love ko. Hanggang fileo pa lang ako. And that's okay. That's okay. See what Jesus did from Agape? He asks Peter, do you phileo me? He went down to the level of Peter. Hanggang dun lang yung kaya ni Peter at that time. And Jesus went down to Peter's level. But Peter learned his lesson well. He learned, this guy learned to be humble and to see his limitations and to see the unlimited power of God. And his bold declarations of his own faithfulness, his well-meaning loyalty. He realized they were all nothing if he didn't rely on the power of God. Peter the coward, Peter the impulsive, Peter the betrayer had risen up to take on God's calling and be the rock upon whom God would build his church. I, are you, have you hit rock bottom? We're entering our third week of lockdown. I, I hope, I really hope that the lessons that we learned here will be life changing and will be lifelong lessons that we will carry with us till we're old and gray. God has stuck in the ingredients of success in all of the trials that we face. And if we just look to him in the midst of the tragedies that we're going through, the victory will come. The victory has already been won. Can, can I end with um, a prayer? Join me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, thank you. Thank you for all the trials that we face. Thank you, Lord God, for this time of grace. 
Teach us your ways, O God. Teach us that in the midst of tragedy, you are in control. Teach us, Lord, that this is a time not of your judgment, but of ours, for us to choose what is essential, for us to learn what is most important, because most of the time what is urgent is not what's important in life. Let this be one of the lessons that we learn during this lockdown. I pray for all my brothers and sisters who have joined me in this um, Bible study. I pray, Lord, that you deepen our hunger for you, for your word. I pray for all those who are sick. I pray that your healing power may come upon them. I pray for those who are despairing, those who are feeling hopeless and helpless, Lord. I pray that you just fill us with your hope. Lord, I pray for the frontliners. We pray for um, friends and family members who are out there holding the fort for us. Lord, protect them with your love, with your holy angels, with your precious blood. All these we pray and ask in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. So let's have faith and trust in God and let's continue to encourage one another. God bless you all. If this teaching has blessed you, we invite you to join us every Monday at 8 p.m. Philippine time on my Facebook page, Risa Sings and Kaopeng, or live on YouTube at the Feast Makati District. You can also keep the cycle of generosity going by supporting the Feast Makati District. Simply go to www.myfeastoffering1.com.